everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you've had a great week. You're heading into the last weekend of 2018 with a smile on your face. You're enjoying the holiday season. Coming at you today on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update. Friday, December 28th, 2018. And I gotta tell you, even though it's not the last one technically of 2018, we're gonna come at you on New Year's Eve with our last one for 2018. I gotta think that this is gonna be my, my favorite one of the year in terms of a daily health update. Each of the six areas has something that's usable, something that'll make you go, hmm, has a little bit of touch of Finland in it based on my, based on my background. Um, but it touches on our six areas, but in a very effective way. Um, we're gonna talk about how most of us are not honest with our doctors, how most of us have poor metabolic health. We're gonna talk about the food that you're trying to buy maybe at farmer's markets. We're gonna talk about the benefits of pet ownership. We're gonna look at saunas, that's the uh, uh, Finland or the Finnish component. And we're gonna talk about finally pain in multiple, multiple body sites and how that affects your physical activity. Because quite often in the clinic we see that this is just a downward spiral for people. How can you be active and stay fit when you're sore? And then that active and fit part is what's supposed to help you make you less sore, but when you can't do it, you just get more sore and it's this downward spiral. So we're gonna finish with that. We are not gonna treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, I am sure that at least one of these six great areas of health and wellness focus today, a reflection of what's happening in the research and literature is useful to you, as well as somebody that you know. So stay plugged in, stay tuned in, share this with somebody that you know, get the word out there. We're all looking for a way to make 2019 a better year in terms of our health and wellness, and the daily health update can help you and the people you know do that. So get the written version if you don't have it already, if it's easier to skim through and read for yourself, or pass on the podcast to somebody else who might not have time to read or study health and wellness, but they can listen to it during their commute or during their exercise uh, or just while eating their lunch. It's a really, really smart idea. And um, because we're doing that and because we're sharing, you just never know with what, what one piece of information can help turn things around for somebody who can get over a health condition and or prevent some kind of health and wellness problem in the future that they never looked forward to having. So if you see your doctor and you have something that you know isn't right, but you can't, you, you think maybe it's just part of getting older or there's nothing you can do about it or you're really not even sure how to describe it or if it is a big deal or problem and you feel like they're busy or they don't have time or they might not be interested, uh, you need to change your thinking because when you're honest with your doctor, they're going to be better able to help you. And not just your medical or family doctor in terms of a physical or any other reason, but uh, when you contact or visit or, th or you're thinking of going to a paramedical provider and you're not sure if they can help you, if you give them a good outline of what you've been noticing, what you've been feeling, what you're thinking, and what you want to do and what you want to see happen, then that person can best help you get there. And if they can't, with that information you've shared with them, they can definitely send you in the right direction. National surveys indicate that about 70% of patients are not forthcoming with their doctors about information that can play a role in their health. Besides lying about diet and exercise, over a third of respondents failed to speak up when they disagreed with their doctor's recommendation, and many respondents often admitted they didn't understand their doctor's instructions. The researcher explains if patients are withholding information about what they're eating or whether they are taking their medication, it can have significant implications for their health, especially if they have a chronic illness. 
That from the Journal of American Medical Association Network Open, November 2018. Sharing is definitely caring. Your doctors can definitely help you and stand up for you and uh, make sure that you're working towards the outcome that you want when you share the appropriate things with them and don't hold back. None of it is bad or, as we would say, uh, stupid. Like, you know, this is a stupid... There's no such thing as a stupid or silly question. Um, Just make sure you share and you ask and make sure that everything is customized, individualized, and personalized to you. And one of the things you can overcome is avoiding uh, being uh, heavier than ideal and having poor metabolic health by creating a good strategy. But you want to be open with your practitioners about wanting that as an outcome if you do. The majority of Americans have poor metabolic health and that's what leads to some of the health complications that we experience in North America. But according to a new study, only one in eight American adults are considered metabolically healthy. That is, they have optimal blood pressure, triglycerides, a high-density lipoprotein cholesterol, and central adiposity readings without the need for medication. So only one in eight of us qualify uh, as a healthy person based on our metabolism. And that from the Metabolic Syndrome and Related Disorders Journal, November 2018. So we want to change that statistic. It should be seven out of eight of us is in that right range and one out of eight uh, may struggle. And that one out of eight may not struggle because of bad choices, but sometimes it's just genetics and uh, some other components that may play into that. And that requires sometimes a different strategy, a therapeutic one. But otherwise, on a lifestyle basis, we should be able to drive that number up to seven out of eight of us being fine and healthy. And it comes from our diet and exercise. And one of the things that's trending or trending or becoming more popular is getting out to farmer's markets to get our food so that we're eating more natural, we're eating local. Uh, but in this study, researchers used direct observation, health inspector reports, and vendor input to assess the food safety practices at farmer's markets and discovered that vendors often fell short when it came to hand washing, personal hygiene, and cross-contamination. An analysis of food samples sold at farmer's markets revealed that E. coli bacteria was presented in 40% of beef samples, 18% of pork samples, 28% of kale samples, 29% of lettuce samples, and 17% of spinach samples. The research team also discovered listeria in 8% of beef samples, 2% of kale, 4% of lettuce, and 7% of spinach samples. The study reveals the need for food safety training programs for farmers markets vendors. That from the Food Protection Trends Journal, November 2018. So if you do go to a food market, uh, farmer's market, which I think is a great strategy to get healthy uh, food direct from local producers, um, still very uh, fresh from the field and haven't been transported or artificially stored in any way, but you just want to maybe talk to the farmers or when you take it home, make sure you clean it extra well uh, just because it is fresh and local and maybe even organic and that it doesn't mean that it hasn't been handled perhaps in an unsafe way and we just want to protect our health and wellness in that respect and make sure we're making good choices. Sometimes we have to make those choices for our family members as well and on their behalf it's worth the extra step to get that great quality food but then also making sure that it's safe to eat and consume and we'd want to do the same for our pets. Pets are uh, certainly like children in our lives. They bring us lots of joy and happiness and, um, and when they're not well it can be equally hard on us as if we were not well ourselves or another family member obviously wasn't well. Our pets, uh, we don't like to see them suffer. 
And um, in order to have healthy pets um, in our lives, it, we want to make sure that they eat well and get exercise. And when we do, we enjoy the benefit of having them around, especially as we get on in years. Japanese researchers report that seniors who either own a dog or a cat um, are more likely to interact with their neighbors and are less likely to be socially isolated than their peers without a history of pet ownership. Additionally, the research team observed that dog owners tend to have higher fitness levels and take more steps per day than non-dog owners. That from the PLOS One Journal, November 2018. So we know that having pets are a positive thing, but even the uh, research supports it. And it's not simply because of their positive energy and happy presence in our lives, but it's what they make us and force us to do. It also has some positive side effects. So having a pet in your life is a great thing so you want to have them around as long as possible so take care of them as well quite often in Finland when they build a home especially a cottage uh, or a camp they will build the sauna first because it's the most important thing to have around and um, saunas have long been known to have positive health effects and according to the BMC Medicine Journal, could be good for your heart. In recent years, several studies have reported the benefits associated with regular sauna use. A 15-year study that included nearly 1,700 Finnish men and women found that participants who used a sauna four or more times a week were over three times less likely to die from heart disease than those who used a sauna less often. Further studies are necessary to determine if sauna use specifically provides heart benefits or if sauna users are just more likely to engage in other heart health behaviors that from the BMC medicine journal November 2018 yes I you know admittedly I love the sauna don't have easy access to one I really should uh, probably look into having better access to one because growing up definitely had regular saunas and uh, could feel that it was doing something uh, healthy for you when you were in it plus it was just fun um, Another thing that uh, is fun is being pain-free. And uh, I think saunas can help with that. Um, I think they're good for detoxifying and keeping your inflammation levels down. Good for your, uh, obviously if it's good for your heart disease and heart disease has an inflammatory component. So the sauna benefit is big and keeping pain down is big. Uh, and when you are in pain, some other things become harder like physical activity and exercise. And an investigation involving almost 10,000 adults revealed that lower physical fitness levels among those with pain in multiple body sites was likely. Additionally, the study found that when patients with pain in two or more areas did exercise, they were less likely to engage in moderate or vigorous intensity workouts. That from the Journal of Science and Medicine and Sports, November 2018. So the correlation there is exercise is good for you to work through with some active self-care when you do have pain or problem areas. However, because the pain is there, it's harder to do those uh, exercises, especially uh, if it's of a greater intensity. So now you're losing out on that health benefit and your overall health can become a downward spiral, which is uh, very difficult. So the solution is getting your body more functional again, not just focusing on getting it pain-free. Because when you are pain-free and you go use it, if it's not working better, even though you can't feel it initially, you may be doing more damage until it comes again that it's painful. And those periods of uh, pain tend to become more intense, uh, stronger, and, uh, and also of longer duration. However, when you work on improving the function, those episodes start to decrease in intensity and also in duration until hopefully you can actually get to a level where it disappears altogether. It takes longer when you're working on function to get that recovery, 
Definitely there are faster methods of getting pain relief, but those faster methods don't always deal with the cause or source of the problem. So again, getting an approach that's customized, individualized, and personalized to you would be very valuable. So talk to your doctor, share with them your, what's going on, share with them your goals and what you would like to be about. Work on getting your metabolic health improved. You want to make sure your blood pressure, your triglycerides, your high density lipoproteins and your central body fat readings are within normal range and without the use of medications. Watch what you buy from those farmer markets. Keep your pets around for as long as you can in your life. There's positive benefits. Hop in the sauna, be a, uh, a you know uh, honorary Finlander and uh, put one in your backyard, you have one renovated into your basement, you will enjoy the health benefits. If you've never been in one, you should definitely experience it. And then uh, work on getting your pain into a recovery mode, not just a treatment mode for symptoms so that you can get your physical activity and exercise back into your life to stay healthy and well. That's your uh, almost end of year daily health update strategy and I love all six of those points I think they have merit for most people in North America and uh, Helen Dunmore has your quote for the day she says those who try to obliterate the past are injuring the present embrace what you've been through embrace what has happened embrace who you are what you've become because of what you've been through know where you're at right now and where you want to go and then start creating a plan in 2019 to get to where you want to be who you want to be to do what you want to do and have the things you want to have in life and one of the best ways to do that is to partner with the right people so that you can create an environment for improvement in and around your body through your lifestyle to help support all those wonderful things you want to create in terms of great experiences in your life and uh, your health and wellness team can help you do that physical providers chemical and uh, providers nutritional providers emotional providers everybody exists to help support you in each of those categories body mind and soul to get you where you want to be yes it takes effort yes it takes an investment in time and money but it can be done and 2019 can be the year that you get plugged in and get it done and we will help you five days a week 52 weeks throughout the year to get it done with the daily health update so glad you stay plugged in keep plugging in stay tuned in keep reading and listening and we're going to help you create the best 2019 full of great experiences that you possibly can all right i'll see you on new year's eve have a great weekend get out there have some fun keep riding the positive spirits of this holiday season i'll talk to you soon